Accelerating your fandom. This is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show. I'm Bo, and with me, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that's right, he's back by popular demand of me because Bell's gone again, is Derek Russell. Who demanded? I I demanded. Nobody demanded. I did, I did, I demanded. Did you not see the multiple texts and emails and, um, you know, Facebook posts, Twitter campaigns? I'm, I'm off the grid, man. Oh, well, hashtag bring Derek back, hashtag Derek... On Flash TV Talk, hashtag uh, Derek until he's canceled. Those are just pounds. Yeah. Well, that's, you know what? We put on the pounds this this uh, time in our life. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't, We're I don't do sh- well with it. I don't do well with fat jokes. What do I, you No, no. I'm, I'm saying we, we. I'm, I'm in this. Uh, you're, a, you're a lean, mean podcasting machine i don't know i could sh- i could shed a few hashtags myself but uh no man we are we are happy that you are on to uh talk about it this has been you know uh last last week uh when when bell and i were recording i, I kind of speculated that we'd probably seen the end of the crisis news not the first time i'd been wrong in uh and kind of predicting what this uh what the announcement uh release schedule was going to be like and actually derek we need to act you know make make mention of the fact that as we are recording now uh mark guggenheim has teased out that some other news is coming out today. So we don't know what that is at this point, but by the time you listen to this, you likely do. So that's the reason we're not talking about that thing. (laughs) Because we're not soothsayers. No, it's the nature of podcasting. It is. Sometimes we are. Uh, Name one. Yep. All righty then. Okay. So let's, (laughs) let's go ahead and uh, we've, we've called stuff before. Yeah. I mean like, you know, I've, I've, I've been right on occasion. Uh, very recently, uh, you know, during podcast day, I got, got some praise for, uh, flash TV talk being always enjoyable, despite the fact that we're almost always wrong. So, Ouch. That's, you know, Ouch. I, I thought it was good though. I thought it was honest and that's, that's what you want. Was that, <laughs> did your mom send that? Like, that's harsh. My mom doesn't listen to this or any of my shows. All right, man, let's talk about this. Uh, <laughs> your, your mom, your mom listens to my shows. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That, that sounds about right. <laughs> Oh man, love oh. podcasting jokes. Lovely. Oh. Birds of praise. Ashley Scott, the huntress, is coming Who? to crisis. Uh, now, uh, this was a short-lived, as in, I don't even think it got a full season television series during the early two thousands. I want to say. Yeah, it was O two. I think it was after Smallville had already been on the season. Yeah. That's right. The uh, the birds of prey. We got a version of uh, of Black Canary. We had the Huntress. We had uh, Oracle. Of course, uh, comic fans know is Batgirl in her kind of a, a girl in the chair, and that that instance a wheelchair, uh, being kind of a, a support system in the background. And uh, and yeah, and so this was the take on this character of the Huntress that was the the future daughter of Catwoman and Batman. And took place in a futuristic Gotham, though not as futuristic as Batman Beyond. They fought against a version of Harley Quinn that was a CEO, very different kind of Harley Quinn from uh, the, <laughs> the the more mainstream interpretation. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't think it was that bad of a show. It, it had, I think it had its moments. I have very little memory. I remember watching it, uh, and I remember... Yep, I remember watching it. That's <laughs> that's about all I can say for it. Um, I remember Aunt Becky 
from oh, Full House. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was uh, she was uh, Batwoman, right? Yeah, she's behind or bars Oracle, now. rather, yeah. Or, or, or will be behind bars. I don't know. Well, that seems par for the course for a lot of DC uh, <laughs> TV alums. <laughs> but, uh, but no, man, I remember one of the things I, I really liked, this was kind of they, they did their own kind of spin on this, but there was like the concept of like the metahuman bar where they would kind of all go and meet up. They really leaned into the metahuman aspect of the DC universe. In fact, this Huntress... Uh, despite the fact that Catwoman, you know, they never, I don't think they ever fully implied that she had powers. Her daughter had cat powers by association, um, which mostly meant her eyes went all cat-like. She could see in the dark. She had a lot of uh, great balancing tricks, almost kind of like uh, Hellcat on uh, season three of Jessica Jones. And she was killed, right, Mr. Coach Klein? Wasn't that the whole thing, the Joker killed Catwoman? Uh, yes, that sounds familiar. They, yeah. In the kind of blink and you miss it set up in the first episode, you got a chance yeah. to see Batman. My and, name is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that that no. would have been no. whoever whoever was the show was centered around. Helena Wayne wasn't wasn't uh, I think that's right. Helena Kyle. Oh, I guess that's right. There you it was go. The do- it was it was Cat- it was Selena and Bruce's daughter. There you go. Yeah, and if she had that Wayne name, she'd get that Wayne money. But she didn't have yeah. that Wayne money. She didn't so. have that Wayne money. No. Uh, all right, so that's Birds of Prey. What do you think, man? Ashley Scott coming in. Are you are you excited to see this character return? What what is that? Like I'm like all uh, n- no disrespect whatsoever, but what a pull! What a Out of random nowhere. absolute pull! How about that CBS Justice League pilot? We getting all those people together? <laughs> well, so that's the thing, right? What's, I mean, what's like Martian Manhunter doing these days? What was? Uh... Let's let's throw Hartley in uh, in some speedos and, and get his Aquaman that never saw the light of day. That's why let's get some Mercy Reef going up in this mother. Right. <laughs> it's uh it it's of all of the DC TV shows that we probably should get cameos for or involvement from or you might expect. This was not one that I think anybody saw coming, which Mm-mm. with along with it adds some hype. But I think for the first time, this annou- announcement kind of led me down the road of like. Okay, who's here to be here and who's here as a cameo? Because I kind of feel like they're presenting, you know, uh, kind of both in within the same weights within who, the same who, light. Who's who's showing up in like an in-game portal, right? Blink and you miss it kind of moment. <laughs> Do you think that that's what this is going to be? Because it's starting to feel well, like that's what it's going to. be. You know, be. we talked about last time I was on the the whole. Um, what is the average view? How much do we spoon feed the average right. viewer versus somebody who's dedicated to knowing who's who in the in the greater mythos of DC? And that's an example. Of, of course, this as we're talking about it, this came out after we recorded last time. Yeah, after the Tom Welling announcement. So. I don't know. It's just random. It's so random, but I'm here for it. Like I think it's cool. <laughs> but it's it's of all the you've got Kevin Conroy, you've got Burt Ward, you've got Tom Welling, you've got Erica Durant's now. Uh, no Rosenbaum apparently. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's, but but Ashley Scott is uh, cool. Whatever. All right. Ashley Scott, but no no Rosenbaum. All right. Let's let's talk about the the no Rosenbaum here. Let's talk about Lex, baby. Uh, okay. You know, I, I last time you were on, I, I really got kind of hyped for the concept. I th- think, you know, this, what a fantastic character. You know, I would, of all of these characters, he's the one that I would love to actually see come back in a uh, significant way uh, and not just for a blink and you miss a cameo, not just for this 
a mega event, but he, he had the potential or possibility of being kind of a, a villain from an alternate universe in the same way that his father was in the end of, of Smallville, right? Like to, to carry on in those footsteps. Um, yeah, he ain't coming back, man. He, he said that uh, he's, he's not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, unless it's uh, a, a miss... A miss... Uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Misdirect? Yeah, yeah. You go. mislead, whatever, yeah. As, as we've known him to do before. Um, but Rosenbaum also likes praise. He also likes attention. He so does. you would he think does. that if he was going to do it, he would be like, yeah, I'm back. Let's yeah, do the thing. He, he, uh, he would hype he it said, up big time. Uh, yeah, hype. The hype machine. He said um, there was no script, and uh, he was not going to agree to something sight unseen. So, so it, and it wasn't just that. It was no script, uh, very little money, and, uh, you know, here's the other thing, too. Also, very last minute in terms of, you know, kind of travel arrangements and everything. Sources have, have informed us that that is not him. That's not Rosenbaum getting slighted. That's what, like, almost everybody is getting. Yeah, it's, um, I hate to use the term hastily. <laughs> but it, some of this seems hastily thrown together. Well, I think they're trying to get what they can get. You know what I, I mean? I think they're trying to get what they can get. Obviously, there are directed um, characters for directed properties. So sure. we can assume probably Burt, Ro- Burt Ward and Kevin Conroy and now Ashley Scott dealing in the Batwoman episode. We can assume probably Welling and Erica in the Supergirl episode, you know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. John Wesley's ship in the Flash episode. Um, but whether or not these are greater cameos over multiple episode arcs or if right. these are just one-off scenes. Uh, I don't know. Um, and I think obviously somebody we know who is going to play a big part in this whole thing because they set it up at the end of Supergirl season four after John Cryer's Lex was killed and the monitor brought him back to life. Um, we know Lex is going to play a pretty heavy part throughout this so i don't know how much rosenbaum would have been i'm you know they can still make reference to lex in in our earth 2000 or whatever we're calling the smallville earth because we know in 2019 lex is president that we do um they called that one didn't they yeah (laughs) yeah so that's you know something obviously they can make reference to without having him God knows there's a plethora of archival footage um, from the DC vault that could be used as long as people are okay with their likeness being used, whether it be Hartley or Rosenbaum or, you know, hell, throw Keaton in, you know? I don't know. But uh, I feel like because Cryer's Lex is going to be such a heavy hitter throughout this storyline... Storyline being crisis, not sure. Supergirl season five or anything. I'm, I'm specifically referring to his actions that are probably going to set up a whole lot of the crisis, given that the monitor specifically brought him back to life. So and you think? I, I you forget think what he wait. said when he did it, but he was like, "We need you" or something like that. I, I right. can't even remember. I only saw the episode one time, but there was some reference to his time was not done yet. Um, yeah, but then what's going to happen is monitor's like, "Wait." Okay, Rosenbaum said yes. Okay, we don't need you anymore. Back okay, well, yeah, you're fine. 
<clears throat> we, what, what would have been funnier is if you brought him back to life and Cryer's like, thank you. And the monitor's like, Lenny Luther? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so that's the thing. So Lex Lex is out. I don't think it's a bait and switch. I think I think he probably absolutely is out. It's it's a shame, really, but it is what it is. Depending on what we're going to end up getting. Now, you make mention of the fact that you know we do have a lot of these characters that are kind of fitting into these silos in terms of kind of the the Bat characters and kind of Batwoman, the Flash characters and Flash, the Super characters. One, one would assume. Yeah, but then we've also got Legends and. It was announced, you know, we've, we've already uh, referenced earlier when it, back when it was announced, of course, with Constantine, uh, ra- rather not Constantine, but uh, Jonah Hex mm-hmm. making a return. So we're assuming that that's going to be in, with Legends in kind of a big way. And with, this is common knowledge at this point, with uh, Ralph, you know, taking a bow out, uh, no longer continuing on his Ray Palmer Adam, it was announced this last past week that a new Adam will be coming in. We've got uh, Osric. Chow, who's going to be portraying Ryan Choi, uh, which is the uh, the the second Adam, the Adam 2.0, if you will. Now, mm-hmm. my my first interaction with this character came from the video game Injustice. Uh, to be honest, I've never been a huge Adam fan. I think that you know what the DC TV has done with kind of the Iron Adam has worked in some ways and less in other ways. Uh, but one way or the other, I'm very kind of curious to see what his take on this character is going to be and whether or not he's going to be from another Earth or from another point in time. Or how he's really just going to fit into all this. Or he's just some guy on the current Earth that gets to become Adam. Well, okay, so this is the thing. Uh, that could very well be the case. I mean, our, our assumption is that a lot of these Legends characters are connected with kind of Earth Prime. But when Legends started, and this is assuming they maintain continuity, which, you know, Legends. But when it first started, the concept was that these characters were not known. You know what I mean? Like they didn't they they could go off on these missions because they were kind of forgotten by history. Right. So is the idea then that, you know, while Ryan will end up being the second Adam as we know him, will he actually kind of become the primary Adam for the timeline? You know what I mean? Yes. You're not following at all. I know. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I think so. I mean. With Ralph leaving the show, it's it's likely that Ralph is going to die. Yeah. But isn't it kind of like Ant-Man? I mean, whoever's got the suit can be the Atom? Uh, I mean, very possibly, the, yeah, depending on I mean, how they do it. They could also change up some things here. I mean, you know, the, the, the suit in general, the Iron Atom suit, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, that was a creation of kind of the DC TV, the Arrowverse. Like we, yeah, I believe so. Before, it was very much... Um, you know, connected with the character and, and I want to say like chemistry and that sort of thing more so than technology. I think you're right, but Adam is not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So it's possible that we've got Ryan coming in. Maybe he's kind of, uh, he, he could be working for Palmer Tech uh, and he kind of stumbles upon the research and kind of follows in the footsteps that way. Uh, it is possible that he could literally just get the suit. I, for one, would be all for kind of an updated suit, kind of using this as an opportunity to get... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that'll happen. Yeah, but I mean, like, this, getting this more show, This show throws new suits at them like changes of underwear. <laughs> this is this is very true. And actually, with this being a big... Uh, man, I, I hate to... I mean, I loved last season, but with this being kind of a correction course uh, with the Flash costume, getting it back kind of on track with a more 
comic accurate. It'd be nice to see that something like that happen over on Legends with Adam as well, that maybe Ryan could actually have more of a comic accurate suit, um, or at least a classic suit in some form or fashion. And I saw something, if I'm not mistaken, that said Wally is back as well for this. Wally is, is true. Wally is back this season on Flash. Uh, so far, he has said specifically it is not for the crisis. Now, okay. I think it's unfortunate if that's the case. I mean, I, I really wish he was back for the crisis, especially with all of these Flash characters kind of coming in and making appearances. But um, no, he will be back this season, but but not for the crisis. Uh, okay. So while Routh will likely be dying before or early on in Crisis, uh, Routh himself will will be very much on the scene. We got our first look at, for me, man, Brandon Routh actually wearing a Superman costume, which I have never seen before in my entire life. Um, because I don't know what he was wearing back when they made that movie you like. But that was not a, super, that was not a Superman costume, man. What he is wearing for this, this right here, this is a Superman costume. Like... Why wouldn't he wear in that in the movie? <laughs> I will not respond to threats or. Um, I'm not threatening I, anything. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't talk to terrorists. All right. All right. Fair, fair enough. Look, I'm just saying that you you have to say if you stood stood up Ralph then and Ralph now with these two costumes with him wearing the Kingdom Come costume the good big giant S or at least a Kingdom Come esque S on the chest versus the little tiny thing he had on his chest before. Because they were trying to be Spider-Man, like you, you know this is a better look. You know this is a better look, Derek. 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 I will fight you. <laughs> so is this this is an admission, right? Like, you, are you <laughs> mad because I'm correct? <laughs> You're not correct. You don't get to say something, say an opinion, and just because it's an opinion, it's correct. All right, fine. What's your opinion? Which one's better? The- no, they're not the same. <laughs> I know. They're very, very different. Which one's better? One of them is the Kingdom Come suit. One of them is... He looked fantastic. I love the Superman Returns suit. So, okay. So, so on that note, are you saying you don't like the Smallville suit? Uh, and I, Lazarus, when Welling opens the present from... When uh, Clark opens the present from Martha, you... You were you were annoyed. You I turned was it di- off when it when it raises up in the fortress. There, you yeah. don't. You're not happy. You annoyed don't, uh, <laughs> when Jonathan hands it over to Clark and always hold on to Smallville. You're very disappointed. Uh, what, disappointed. What yes. It, yeah. That that would be the right word to use. Not not you not annoyed. Fired. No. You're fired. I think that is the I one think, flaw um, of that series. I love the series, and I love and I love I the visual won, communication of the passing off and everything I, else. I just won Flash TV talk in a game of dice and cocktail napkins. Interesting. Um, so just <laughs> write that over. Bell and I'll I'll take care of the history. We will obviously do a better job um, because we will we will you know honor things like Ralph's suit. Jeez, dude, like what? <laughs> Oh no! I'm, look, I am I am paying great honor to Ralph's suit, specifically the one he's wearing in Crisis. Because again, shut your you shut your mouth. It looks amazing. Shut your mouth. York. It looks amazing. Why? All right, hold on. What's your what is your beef with that movie? All right, sidebar. We're going to talk about this real quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I got I, time. I, I, it's I just, my show now. It's my show now. I this got time. Is, this is your show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. I, you know what? It, Superman Returns is fine. It's just fine for what it is. It's not what I wanted, but for what it is, it's fine. That's not an answer. Yes, it is. I have no beef with it. Uh, yeah. So you're wrong, and um, I just want you to sit there in in your wrongness, uh, and and get used to it because you're wrong. No, man. I, I look here. I, I'll just say this in terms of that that the movie is fine for what it was. 
it, it, I had high hopes for what it could be. I think I always bring to the table with Superman like unrealistic hopes. I admit that that's on me. Um, but I do think design wise, in terms of the costume, that was a big problem for me with that movie because I just could not get the, the as red much st- as I've heard you. Hang on, on hang on, hang no, on. No, no, no. Just, you got, I gotta answer the question, man. Here's you, the deal. You know, you're dancing around it. I'm gonna answer the question right now. The, the reds are too maroon and not red. Oh. The material doesn't really sync up. Uh, the raised, it looks like the tiny, tiny S doesn't feel super. And uh, yeah, he just he, the cape itself looks like rubber or plastic, which is odd to me. So none of the costume really worked for me, except for the man in it, because I thought Ralph did a great job with uh, the character that he was given, which was not a chance to really make Superman his own. He was carrying on a torch. He was carrying on a story. So from that standpoint, it's fine. But here's the deal. I hate you. That's fine. Can we get back to the uh, crisis? No, I'm going to hold this grudge for a little longer, but All go right. ahead. Hang on to it, because here's the deal, man. Kingdom Come Ralph costume. Thoughts? Yeah, it's good. He looks good in it. Of course, he, I mean, he's Ralph. He, he looks good, period. Um, he's a good-looking guy. He, he's got the Superman look about him, even now, uh, 13 years later. Obviously, playing an older Superman is uh, kind of in that wheelhouse. Um, I think I said on the show before, I'm not a huge fan of Kingdom Come, um, because I don't like the whole let's kill a woman just to drive a man's story forward kind of thing. And especially when that woman is Lois Lane, I'm very much against it. Um, there are elements of kingdom come out like, um, which obviously will not be poured into crisis that being like the specter storyline and stuff like that. Right. Um, but ignoring all that, just talking about the suit, it's a good look. I did not like the first image that was released. That was airbrushed to hell and back. That, that's um, the one where he's standing in front of the red thing. Yeah, which is the same thing I just sent you. I guess at some point we're going to have character releases for all of these. Yeah. The, um, which is the, great. Um, it but, looks like they're going with, in terms of like that shot of him and some other shots that we're starting to see, instead of like the skies bleeding red, the the look looks like more like an Aurora Bora Alice of red. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I imagine we'll end up getting character given that somebody else just got one here a few minutes ago and ralph got one i imagine we'll end up getting character posters for everybody i didn't like that that image again i think it was airbrushed to hell and back also the s looks very curved and not the s but the shield itself looks very curved inward um i like it i love it which i did not care for um because i like the more straightforward diamond but in all the other pictures it looks more normal so i don't know if it's just that picture but obviously the one he posted on Instagram yesterday with him and Tyler, which how cool is that? Staying yes. in the Daily Planet lobby. Um, if you haven't seen that, you really need to check out Ralph's Instagram and literally a picture of him suited up next to Tyler suited up, standing in front of the Daily Planet emblem there at like the check-in reception desk or whatever. But just cool on so many different levels, but it, it looks really good there, like in person. Like forget all this airbrushed crap. Like it looks, it looks really good in person. I still hate Tyler's suit. Uh, you know, it's interesting because like they they do a good job with it, kind of paying homage to the, uh, you know, the the Superman Beyond or Superman Beyond the uh, the Superman Returns suit. Because like for example, the edge of the S shield is slightly raised with kind of that rubbery type of uh, texture. The blue is much lighter blue that's more in line with the blue that he had uh, in that in the movie as well. Um, however, the, the the blue is more. We've got kind of a textured. The reds are actually much brighter, um, which again, as I mentioned before, was a big criticism I had of the original cape. 
And so I'm I'm stoked for it, man. I think it's a I think it's an excellent costume. I'm always more of a fan with Superman with kind of a larger S. I know there are especially like the the uh, original kind of Golden Age had much more of a smaller S, but I'm I'm just a big fan of a big S shield. You like a big S, huh? I do, I do, man. I, I see what you did there. I yeah. see what you did there. I was gonna see if you're gonna double down, but you no, did. I, I gave up. Yeah, you did. You did. Well, here's here's stuff to bad with. It's not gonna give up, and that is uh, 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 the news, man. Because whether or not this is the thing that we were making reference to earlier in the episode, we don't know. But breaking as we have been recording here, uh, the character of Harbinger uh, has been promoted out. Uh, let's see. And it does look like executive producer Mark Guggenheim yep, said that, uh, that something was going to happen today. It looks like Lila Michaels, the character of Lila Michaels, will actually be the harbinger for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, my guess is we've got a picture of her, um, a nice kind of homage to the comic costume uh, that is a little bit more obviously in line with some of the design styles that we've seen today. My guess is this is not our Lila. Yeah, this is not Diggle's wife. This no, is, uh, this is this, this has got to be her from another another Earth. Another Earth, and of course, Arbinger was like monitors the anti monitors' daughter or something in that realm. Wasn't she? And I mean, this is probably a bad comparison, but wasn't she kind of like a Silver Surfer esque character? Is that not a that's not a good comparison? Like a scout, almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, like a yeah, a herald. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm thinking of how you're using the term, but yeah. Well, well, I'm wondering if she, in the same way that we saw kind of the the monitor popping around last uh, last uh, crisis, last uh, uh, crossover, I'm wondering if she will actually end up being the one that appears to a lot of these characters this time around. I would think definitely our characters are our known characters. I, I think um, so. I mean, there is a, there is a Lila. This is not them merging two characters together, by the way. That there is a Lila in pre-crisis DC universe that was Harbinger. Yeah, but this like, is this, not. You know, sometimes they 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 try to make somebody something else. Sure, 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 and, sure. And that's not what they're they're literally there. Literally, is a Lila in comics that is Harbinger. Interesting. Okay, so this is actually. But okay, so again, but this is not the Lila that we we have known. This is more of a restoration to the character, the the one that we have known is based off of, like inspired by. Uh, well, I think it's like you said. I think it's we're gonna see this, and everybody's gonna go Lila, and it's like no, that's not. This yeah. is a this is a multiverse Lila. Yeah. Do the super characters know Lila? I don't think so. No. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Was she at? She wasn't even at the wedding, was she? I can't remember if she was at the wedding or not. Because Diggle didn't really even show up until Flash grabbed him real quick. He's like, hey, marry us. And then uh, Oliver and uh, Felicity uh, got married. And they're like, hey, yeah. Diggle, you're not doing anything. Come come, marry us real quick. Yeah, do ours. Yeah, everybody at the same time. That's what happened. But I don't think Lila was I'm trying to remember there. what the latest on Lila is because I've not watched, but I know. She was involved in the uh, the King Shark. I believe she was involved with the uh, uh, King Shark. She, versus she became Gorilla. director of Argus. Right. Like, I remember that. And uh, King Shark was at Argus. Yeah. I think that she was pretty involved in that episode, but it's been a minute, so I could be wrong on that one. So she's still chilling out at Argus. Yeah. She was still in season seven. Yeah. But this is or not at least her. mentioned. This is not her. Same actress, different Earth. The way that kind of pans out, 
we do not know. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Big news breaking as of right now. So it looks like that thing that we referenced, we did talk about that thing. We got yeah. it in there. All right. Well, good. How do you there's, feel about uh, there's Lila? Something, there's something to be said for being live on here. How do you think? Uh, how do you feel about Lila uh, uh, becoming the this iteration of the Harbinger? I mean, I think obviously they were. That was always. I'm not going to say Crisis was always in their wheelhouse of what they were planning to do, but mm. uh, you know that's groundwork has been laid for that in some form or fashion. And I'm, I'm tempted to say that is what Guggenheim was referring to because he the tweet he put out was like. Here's proof we've been building to this for almost ten years. Yeah. So obviously, with that character being named Lila, and we know that she becomes in comics that there is a version of Lila that is like a like a sub monitor or like a junior monitor kind of thing. You know that groundwork has been laid for that. So I don't I don't think it's a cop out or anything like that. Like I think it, I, I think I think if you're going to name a character that. This is the payoff for it, right? Ten years, eight years, nine years down the line. Well, and we, you know, there's been a lot of speculation that we'll see a version of Diggle that's actually uh, uh, John Stewart, right? That he will actually be, you know, we'll actually see. Do you think maybe this is a nod that you know? Because we've heard already that we're going to see a lot of these characters that we've known from different Earths in different capacities. Uh, you know, a big one that a lot of people want is is Diggle as. Um, as John Stewart, which was never. I don't know, famous. man. It's it's the Wild West, and here's what's funny to me about it: because you and I are from Smallville days, sure. where it was like you can't have this character. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> you can't have Batman on the show. The Bat embargo. And yeah, yeah. I mean, there were so many different. No, you can't have Wonder Woman. No, you can't have Batman. Bell's playing Batman on screen. Of course, we can't have a Batman <laughs> on TV. Right. And the the irony of all this is Crisis on Infinite Earths, like 1985, Crisis on Infinite Earths, is happened. Because there was too much of everything. There were too many Superman. There were too many Batman. There were too many Flashes. And the average reader couldn't jump on at any point and go, how do I, who's who, and why are there three Flashes? And because they were, so that's why they did this whole multiverse thing. And they were like, we're going to collapse everything into one place. And, you know, then we can, it was, it was, it was Vegas, baby. It even goes. Like, it was just Vegas. And the irony is, that's what it is now. It's like, oh, you want a Batman? You can have a Batman. Here's a Batman. Hey, let's get you two Batmans while we're at it. You want and a couple that's Superman? that's what's so we'll funny to me is because like 10, 15 years ago, it was like, we can't have two actors playing two different <laughs> versions of two of one character. That's insane. Are you insane? The average viewer will be so confused by that. And now it's like, here's Affleck. Here's Kid on Gotham. Yeah. Here's you know Kevin Conroy playing old Bruce. Like it, it's just it, to, be, to be clear, a lot of those that he just mentioned have not been uh, confirmed. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean I just mean in properties, on like All going on in multiple places at yeah. one time yeah, yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just it like here's you know Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. You know it's just it's so funny to me that. In terms of this crisis, the 2019-2020 crisis is, is a direct result of 1985 too much crisis, like right. too much going on, which is why we had to have crisis. But, I mean, it does feel very slapped together, right? Like that's, that is one thing that, you know, on the one hand, you know, yes, this kind of harbinger payoff to Lila being introduced and wouldn't it be cool if one day, you know, yada, 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 and to what they're doing now – that's great, but you know, 
Pullin, Ashley Scott, um, you know, basically kind of getting the behind the scenes reveal with with, you know, the news that Rosenbaum said in terms of the deal that's pretty much going out to everybody, which is, hey, come do this. It'll be neat rather than here's a project we're paying you a lot of money for. It's starting to really feel a lot more like this is going to be kind of a portal esque moment. Uh, you know, there's a good reference that you made earlier that these are going to be more of cameos. Maybe we'll see them look up into the sky and see things turning red. Uh, maybe we'll have, you know, Lila's harbinger saying, you know, I've, I've been to, you know, all these earths from across. I've talked to heroes. You know, you are just one of, you know, an infinite number of heroes that are being brought to this moment to face the anti-monitor. And then they get there and then all these other heroes like pop up and you're like, Oh, okay. You know, so now we don't need explanation beyond what we just got right there, right? That these are these other heroes from this earth that Lila's been going around. She's been collecting. She's already informed them. We know that she did that because she informed our heroes. And now we get to see these heroes don't really know each other, but they all get to team up for this because of crisis. And actually, as I'm like thinking through this, that's not a bad way to do it Uh, because it could be a huge mess if they try to balance these characters to have, you know, individual story arcs. I would have to agree with you. I mean, right? That's not, you know, I mean, like, you know, you, you put them on a green screen, you give them a little bit of ha ha he and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then you throw them here and there and you do your best with whatever budget you got. Um, I think it'd be, I think that could actually work. And it could be really good. I mean, I'd love more, especially yeah, from yeah. Uh, comic book fan or not. When everybody started like assuming the position in the end game after they walked out of the portal, I was like, Jesus, like, stop it. <laughs> no, it was amazing. It was amazing. I still go back to that. It also makes one of the, just the best memes to see people <laughs> throw, throw <sighs> that one. You it's don't like moment. it. I'm not, I'm not knocking the moment, but when they do that pan by of everybody and it's like everybody's like, all right, weapons up. And like, you know, you know. It's the Avengers Assemble mode, man. That's when he yeah, says. Yeah, but like you got to run before you ever get to him. Like, why are you like? <laughs> Here's anyway, the question: Who's going to be the cap? Like in all of this, is it going to? I mean, I guess it's got to be Oliver, even though it's Oliver. Look, we're we're here to. What's the nice way of saying? It? We're here to pat Oliver on the head. <laughs> this is this is all for Oliver. <laughs> right. Okay. This is all for Stephen. His eight years of hard work. Interesting. Nine years of hard work. I whatever. mean, do you think this is going to be because they're not a, they are not afraid or not ashamed to do kind of Marvel esque ripoffs? I mean, do you think it's going to be Supergirl and Flash and Arrow versus the Anti Monitor, and then you know badly beaten, badly beaten, and then here comes all the people they on your tried left. to recruit. Yeah, yeah, from from all five episodes. And I guess it would be Lila who would say something like that and she would open up the portals and then we'd have the music and we'd see all these characters and it'd be great if, if there's characters we don't even know about, which, you know, at, at some point as great as it is to get the hype train going and as like, you know, all of this breaking news has been wonderful to follow and everything else. I do hope they are saving, you know, holding back some. Oh, of the they're saving stuff. You know, what sucks is though, like half of <clears throat> 50% of that moment in Endgame is the music. And we don't have that in DCTV. No, that's true. Well, I think maybe... We don't. We don't. Everybody's got their own little version of a theme, but none of them... They'll probably use the Arrow movie. They'll probably do a cinematic version of the Arrow theme. I mean, like you say, patting them on the head. It makes a lot of sense. But Arrow's... I I, I quote Steve Glosson, who who to this day I do not think likes the Batman Begins score. What? Slash Dark Knight. Yeah, that's a whole... That's a whole can of worms we're not getting into but 
uh, you know, he's just like, it's just noises. And that's kind of all Arrow is. You know, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) there's no music. It's just, it's just noise. Ah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I think um, I have a feeling that they could do a version of that to pay homage to it and then also give it more of a cinematic. It'd also be kind of cool if they did kind of a Flash Supergirl Arrow mashup of sorts. But, they, yeah, they, they have not had any kind of theme that well, they the could other, really go the to. The other thing, well, I do believe there'll be a moment where they're all standing together, whether it be green screener. The one thing these shows always do is break up into teams. So I imagine at least mm. there's going to be like five different fight scenes going on in five different places where they're not all together. Now, eventually, they may all end up in the same spot when all's said and done. That three three Superman heat vision at the same time. Well, two. Well, okay, so let's let's make mention of this real quick. So that's the other thing I was thinking about with this managing expectations. We get this amazing, amazing photo of two Superman fully suited up. Uh, looks great. We get a set photo of Clark and Lois and the Kent farm from Smallville, and... Uh, and Welling is wearing his casuals. He's wearing his casual clothes. Uh, your boy from Supergirl is there in his civilian clothes, wearing his glasses as well, implying that the scene that they are going to share together is going to be in a civilian context, not in a super capacity. What if, though? What if that's something they're saving? What if when, when Welling gets his portal moment? Like, we get him earlier with uh, the characters on the farm and everything, and they get a chance to meet and kind of a handshake and a passing of the torch and all that kind of great and stuff. He, and he and he Leroy Jenkins is in at the end. At uh, the end, wearing wearing <clears throat> his costume, no, wearing a costume no, that we've never seen. I don't. Before. I don't see it. That'd be a big I, moment. That would be a. It'd be huge. It would be huge. I don't see it happening. Oh man, that there needs to be. We need to put together a crisis drinking game. You know what I mean. Because that would be oh, a, like like bingo, yeah, crisis bingo. We need to make crisis bingo. That needs to happen. Oh, dude, that would go viral, uh, right? But we have to we have to know all of the announcements first, so that we are actually maybe we should have a pre-crisis bingo for pre-crisis the bingo, yeah, for uh, for those that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, there's got to be a runberry run. Yeah, or yeah, and actually a runberry run that works. Maybe Barry telling Barry runberry run. Ooh, ship telling, uh, or or uh, or Grant telling ship. Yeah, yeah. That'd be that. I just, dude, I'm getting goosebumps. Hang on, that's awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, we need to make this somewhere between Shoe and Flash TV talk and Supergirl TV talk, like shared amongst us. Needs to be this. All right, we'll get the we'll get the DMs going and, and see if needs we can to be come this up with this bingo there. card for Crisis. Absolutely, uh, because we've watched these shows enough to know. <laughs> To know what they're gonna pull, yeah. Tom, Tom, not in the suit. That will be uh, Tom in one scene on the farm, probably. That'll be uh, no. See, you can't put that on the bingo card because you know that's happening. You have to put the stuff that you don't know, but you know is happening, and the stuff that's like wild card. Oh, I don't know that he's not gonna put on the suit, but I know he's not gonna put on the suit. <laughs> right, 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 right. We'll see. That'll be great. One way or the other, man. I'm I'm stoked for it. We will see what happens. Uh, any any kind of final thoughts this episode? Uh, I know we got some breaking news. We got new characters rolling in. We got characters we thought we'd never see uh, see from rolling again. Uh, it's just wild to think, and we don't even know what they're filming right now. Like we know they're filming, mm-hmm. but like, are they filming Batwoman? Are they filming Arrow? Are they filming Supergirl? Are they doing everything simultaneously because, uh, you know, they would follow their own filming ske- shooting schedules anyway. 
but some of these characters are going to be appearing in multiple episodes. Like what? I, I don't even know what they're technically filming right now, but we know everybody's in high gear for it. We know Ralph and Tyler are in suits. We know Welling's been at the farm. We know Tyler and Bitsy have been at the farm, and Erica has been at the farm. Um, we know Steven is filming because he tweeted a picture yesterday of him all bloodied and beat up, which, if you haven't checked that out, by the way, he's sitting in front of a... I guess he's in makeup. He's probably in makeup given what he's has been done to his face. Yeah. But there's a white, there's a dry erase board behind him. And there's some very interesting names on that dry erase board. What? What? If you, uh, if you check it out. Um, now, I'm not, they're not technically names we don't already know that are appearing, but there are several versions of those names. And it may be different scenes. It may be, you know, we're not entirely sure. I meant to send you this last night when I saw it, but I kind of assumed you did. Um, there's, um, Clark, Clark, Superman, Lois, Lois, Lex, Lex, Baby John. Baby John. Do, do Welling and, and Erica have a super baby? Well, hang on. Do we know that it's related to that... No, because we do know that Tyler and Bitsy left Earth to go because she was pregnant. Could, I'm saying could Tyler also and Bitsy be, because um, I'm saying Tyler and Bitsy because it's going to start getting confusing at some point. No, I, I get you. Uh, Earth Earth thirty eight Superman and Lois leave Earth and go to go to uh, Argo. What about Diggle? We know that D- it could be Diggle's son uh, from I the future, know. which we've seen before on Legends. They didn't uh, they didn't blur this out at all. Of course, his face is blocking ninety percent of it, but. You send this to me. Where is this? I got you. I got you, buddy. All right. I want to see I'll this. Take care of you. I now have the photo, and I am now looking at this. Yeah. And yes. So first of all, yeah, he, he don't look so good. I do see what you're saying with the Clark Lois, Clark Lois, Lex Lex baby. <laughs> Lex Lex baby. Um, that says baby John. But now I'm, I'm reading like from the, from the top down. You got Clark, Clark, Superman, Clark Lois Lois that's Clark a, Clark Superman Lois Lois Lex Lex something baby so maybe John and Je- that is like a Jonathan so so yeah Jonathan Kent uh, well Jonathan, okay yeah that could also be that could also be another thing maybe the reason why we're seeing uh, Lois and Clark on the farm is maybe they're taking you know uh, Wellings taking some time off from being Superman because they got a baby now mm-hmm that would make a lot of sense. I could see it. Yeah. Okay. All right, that works. I got I got no dog in this in this crisis, man. I got and, you know, basically he's of course, if that were the case, he would come in at the end, but basically he's Tony Stark in this. Yeah, you know, I got a kid now. I'm out. Yeah, right. I'm not doing this. Right, right, right. But then he's going to come in and he's going to have the super shield and be he's like He's not. He's not. Yeah. It would be amazing if he did. I want it so bad. I'm trying to maintain my uh, I know, but if you want it so bad, you're going to be so disappointed on January whatever. I know. Why are they splitting this up over Christmas? Because it's television, and it doesn't make sense anymore, man. This is, if nothing else, this is kind of proving the point that uh, this style of storytelling does not work in the modern era. Uh, I think... Uh, well, I still think, and I said this, I think, I don't remember if I said it when we were recording during Elseworlds, or I was on your show, or we were doing Supergirl TV Talk, or maybe it was on Shoe with... 
Michael Bailey. I still wish they weren't beholden to this is the Batwoman hour, this is the Supergirl. Like, I wish they mm. were just doing a straight up miniseries. That's kind of what they did with uh, Crisis on Earth X. No, because it was still individual episodes. It was. Oh, well, I guess what I mean is I, the the episodes didn't feel like Legend-centric or Flash-centric or Arrow-centric. Like yeah, it, they did to me. And then definitely the, the Dominators one. That was, that was bad. Invasion or whatever. That one really felt like yeah. centric because obviously crammed into that, we had the Arrow 100th episode. <laughs> Which was, I just felt so off on so many levels. Like it was just, it yeah. paused the entire action of everything Yeah, that's let's going just on. stop for 42 minutes and deal with this. Alien, we're all in alien pods to celebrate yeah. our 100th episode. Did not work, didn't work. No. No. It worked for some so, people, but not, not for me. I really wish they were just going straight up 80s TV and doing like a full-on spinoff miniseries. Yeah, that'd be great. Movie event. That'd be great. But what we get is what we get, and um, you know it's all about managing those expectations, which is difficult because the hype is real, because we do have so many great uh, characters making a return. And i got to tell you, of all my favorite characters that uh, have been confirmed to make a return, Derek Russell making a return on this week's Flash TV Talk is definitely on up there, man. Thank you so much Aww, for, uh, for stepping in, you. stepping through the portal yet again, uh, coming in to face uh, our, our arch nemesis, which is... Um, uh, dead air, and so <laughs> Bell. Yeah, Bell. Bell is our arch enemy. No, arch. no, Bell is is in in the premarital bliss, man. They're off there. They're doing their traveling thing right now, and so oh, pre crisis. Yeah, I know, I'm familiar. <laughs> Look, man, I'm happy that uh, I'm happy that you're here, and uh, of course we we announced it last week about about Bell's uh, pending nuptials, man. So really excited for that. Good for him. Yeah. Good for you, Bell. And so I also want to thank you uh, for agreeing to cover for him when uh, they eventually go on honeymoon. So uh, that, that's awesome what? as well. What's happening? And so that's uh, where can people find you for uh, for your other shows, Derek? In hiding, apparently. Well, I never agreed to that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So obviously, uh, if you're familiar with Startwell's House of Elves, uh, at Shoe Smallville, at Shoe Krypton on the Twitters, smallvillepodcast.com, kryptonpodcast.net, obviously. Um, neither of which are operating right now because one's been off the air for 10 years and the other one just got canceled. Oh, so, well, there you go. I spend most of my time doing the With Brian Austin Green podcast uh, at WithBagPod, WithBagPod.com with 90210 actor Brian Austin Green. So that's where you can find me. There you go. And then these little guest stints, which have been fun. Yeah, so. man. I've, I've been greatly, greatly appreciative. I really cannot think I think that's the future of me in podcasting is I just quit doing my own thing and I just show up on other people's stuff. It, I, that's the way to do it. You don't have to do any of the heavy lifting. You just get to show mm, up. I just, I, I just upload my audio at the end of it and I sail off into the sunset at the end of each night. That's that. <sighs> That's that's the dream right there. That's, that's the dream. That's, that's I'm done. I'm done podcasting. I just do guest spots now. He's uh he's somewhere up in like uh the the Aegean Sea, like like a little island off the Aegean Sea. Just I'm the I'm the Richard Belzer of podcasting. I go. just show up and play Munch on different shows. And that's it. That's it. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, thank you again for coming on. Of course, people can keep up with Flash TV Talk at Flash TV Talk on Twitter, FlashTVTalk.com. It's a place to find also great stuff. In fact, if you go to tvtalk.fm, you can find links to this and great other television talk episodes. You know, I'm not even going to try to predict as to whether or not there'll be one more uh, Road to Crisis episode because whatever I say is going to be wrong. One thing I can guarantee is that we will be back in a flash. <laughs>